Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Welcome to the episode where we talk about what to do when you and your husband are not on the same page when it comes to decluttering. Okay, and this comes up a lot because, and it actually comes on both ends. Okay, sometimes it's you saying that your husband doesn't want to declutter and you want to get rid of it all, but I know that some of you guys are in the opposite boat where your spouses are like, oh my God, like let's get rid of this stuff and you're in here to learn how to get rid of it, right? So we have people on both ends here. Um, but we are gonna talk about what to do when you are the one who wants to declutter and your spouse or your partner or whoever it is that you're living with and sharing space with does not want to declutter and is really resistant to decluttering. So first we're gonna talk about like why, like what's going on behind the scenes for them and why they're maybe not wanting to. <laughs> Janelle, that's funny. Janelle says, I don't know why I'm watching. I don't have a spouse. I just like listening to you. That's okay because I'm sure that you'll pick up something in here that's helpful. Hey, Kara and Cassandra. Um, but we're going to talk about like what's going on behind the scenes. And the nice thing like for Janelle, when you're learning about like what's going on for them behind the scenes, you're likely going to learn a lot about what's going on behind the scenes for yourself as well. So Janelle, I'm pretty sure that this will be helpful for you too as well. Just a little bit that I know about you. Um, and then we'll talk about what you can actually do moving forward to help get the process going. Okay, so I want you guys, I'm gonna say something and you have to listen to it all the way to the end, okay? <laughs> it's really, really, and I have my notes right here, that's why I keep looking over here. It's really, really rare for someone to say something like minimalism or decluttering or living with less is stupid and I'll never do it. I'm going to hold on to everything forever and I'm never going to let anything go and I'm going to go out and rebuy it all if you get rid of it. Um, <laughs> and it's really, really rare for them to say something like that or act in that way, dot, 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 forever. Okay, yes, I know that a lot of people, hey, Jessica, are really resistant in the beginning and they will say things like, this is stupid. Why do you want to do this? We are depriving our family. You are making it so that, you know, I, I work hard and make a lot of money. So I'm going to buy a lot of things. Um, Savannah says, that's what my mom says about it. Yeah. And people will say that. Okay. I'm not saying that they won't say that, but when you start taking action and living in a different way and showing people the value and the benefit of living with less and how much easier your life is and how much less time you're spending drowning in stuff and how much less overwhelming your life is and how everything else in your life is starting to get in order as far as like working through your issues and getting your money right and getting your mindset right and fixing your relationships. Once you start showing them that, they're gonna likely stop saying those things as much. Um, I'm not gonna say that it's gonna happen right away, I'm going to tell you guys a couple stories that I've read about um, from other people's experiences, but um, it's really rare that it stays like that forever when they are living with somebody 
and seeing somebody do this every single day and having a lot of really good benefits from it. Okay, when they're seeing the benefits from it, from somebody in their life, leading by example, which is you, it's really rare that they don't ever change. And maybe they don't ever change to the degree that you want them to. Maybe they don't ever, you know, wake up one day and say, oh my God, we can throw everything away. But they're likely going to start making more and more changes so that you guys get more and more on the same page. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to come back and read your comments in a minute, guys, but I think I'm going to laugh at what you guys are saying. Um, not laugh at you, laugh with you. <laughs> okay. Now, it's like I said, it's really rare that they say those kinds of things and stay like that forever. Some people will. That's okay. You can't do anything about it. Um, it's more likely that they are being stubborn, okay, they're in their own ways because you're two steps ahead of them. Okay, you've been doing it or you've been reading about it or you've been watching other people do it and you see the benefits of it and they haven't gotten to that point yet. They've just been living their normal life, carrying on like, you know, a normal American consumer and you're two steps ahead of them. So remember that it's likely a combination of a lot of things. The first being that you're just, they're here and right now you're here and that's okay. Um, he or she or whoever it is in your life is likely where you used to be, okay? You likely used to be the same ways of like, I need all this stuff just in case. I spent money on it. Um, it was a gift. I want it. For husbands, because I know most of us in here are talking about husbands, if they're like my husband, they're like, I have a good job. I do well for myself. I want to buy all this stuff. I want to give my kids this stuff because of the way that he grew up. So it's also likely that they have their own baggage that they have to work through. They have their own childhood issues that they have to get past in order to be able to declutter and let things go. Um, so maybe they grew up in poverty. Maybe they didn't have a lot of things. Maybe they didn't have a lot of toys. Maybe they didn't have a lot of clothes. Maybe they didn't have a lot of food. So they compensate for it by buying your family clothes and food and toys in excess amounts, right? Um, so just know that they are likely at a place where you used to be. And remember that. Remember where you used to be. Don't forget that <laughs> because it's hard. And I can even remember because I was the resistant one when we left Alaska of like, oh my God, like we're not, we don't have any stuff. Um, we're going to need it. Like <laughs> we need it. We need it. We need it. And I want it. Um, but he's also likely just working through his own fear, fear of lack, things that we talked about yesterday, yesterday. Yeah, it was history. Fear of lack, not having enough, um, needing things just in case, seeing dollar signs, which I have, I have a couple videos in this group if you just search like cluttering and money, um, seeing the dollar signs of like, we spent so much money on this and now we're just gonna let it go. Like that's crazy talk. Um, so he's likely just working through all of those things and not, not to the point where you're at right now. That's okay. And the last thing is that if you are on a decluttering kick, like going to town, letting things go, getting rid of all of the clutter in your home, he probably thinks it's a phase for you. Okay. So like this or comment or say something 
if you are the type who occasionally jumps on a bandwagon, who gets really excited about something and does it full bore for a while and then drops off, whether it's like a diet or a workout plan or essential oils or whatever it is, like you likely get really, really excited about something and then it just kind of fizzles out. He probably thinks that this is a phase for you or a fad, especially because there's a lot of things in the media right now with like Marie Kondo and um, the minimalists and Netflix and blah, 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 like all these Netflix series about minimalism. And he probably thinks that it's a phase, probably thinks it's a phase and probably thinks it's a fad or just like something that you are just jumping on. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's normal that they think it's a phase or they think it's a fad. And I hope that it's not for you. I hope that this is something that you stick with and make a lasting part of your life because like, and I've told you guys this before, like once you do it, you can't go back. Like once you declutter, there's no turning back. Once you see how simple and easy and freeing it is, like you don't want to go back to that old life. So, um, and it's a little bit different than like a workout plan or something because you do the work at once at the beginning and you declutter all your stuff and you're good. Like you don't have to keep doing it every day. It takes a long time to get to the point where you're done, but you know what I mean? Like you don't have to commit to decluttering massively every single day for the rest of your life, like a workout plan. Okay. Um, but, um, so that's kind of what's going on behind the scenes for him. And I hope that that either helps you understand where he's coming from or, Janelle, if you're still on here, maybe helps you understand a little bit more about like yourself and what's going on behind the scenes for you. But um, it's really, really rare that you live with somebody and they make positive changes and you don't get on board. Okay, you know how like if you live with somebody and all of a sudden they started eating well, going on daily walks, drinking water instead of soda, like you're going to be seeing them and seeing how much better they feel and probably how much better their clothes are fitting and how much happier they are. And you're going to be like, I want that too. Even if it takes you a year to finally cut the soda out of your diet, right? You've been watching them like, okay, what they're doing works. And that's how it's going to be for your decluttering process. I can't tell you how long that's going to be. I can't tell you how long it's going to take, but I can tell you that um, there is another blogger who talks a lot about the same things that we talk about in here actually. And I actually listened to a couple of her podcasts on the way from Idaho to California. And I was listening to her, I was like, oh my God, like we we say pretty much the exact same things um, in different ways. Like her story is different than mine, but when her and her, and if you wanna follow her, go find her, her name's Ali Casaza. But um, their decluttering story was different. She did it slowly. They didn't have a big move across the country like us, but, um, her husband was not on board and he was not on board for like two years. And now she has a blog about it and has a really successful business about it. And he's on board, but it took two years for him to be willing to get rid of any of his stuff. So I don't want to tell you that to like discourage you and be like, you have to be doing this for like two years, but <laughs> um, it's normal, especially because as you guys know, when you're dealing with, decluttering and working through all these things are pretty heavy things that you're dealing with. You're dealing with like the poverty that you experienced as a child and getting past that, or you're dealing with um, feeling like you don't give your kids enough if you're not buying them a bunch of stuff. Like that's really heavy stuff that you're having to process and figure out. So um, 
maybe you've already done it and he hasn't. So be patient with him. Um, but okay, let's talk about like what to actually do, what to actually do now that you understand a little bit behind the scenes, kind of how long I can take. Um, but what you can actually do, I have eight things. And the first is to focus on your stuff, focus on your own stuff. It's not fair of you to, let me take a drink of this before it gets super cold. It's not fair of you to say that I want a clutter-free house, so you need to get rid of all of your stuff and not do your own stuff first, right? You have to start with your stuff. Start with your clothes, your trinkets, your gadgets, your excess makeup, your excess cosmetics, your stuff in the bathroom, your excess stuff in the kitchen, your excess storage room full of boxes of who knows what's in it, your excess, whatever it is that you have, focus on your stuff first and lead by example. And this, first of all, shows that you're serious about it because you're only doing your stuff. You're not trying to make anybody else do it, right? If you guys know kind of the mark of a good leader, a good leader is, never, is not the type, or if you are like at work, your favorite bosses or managers or whatever are likely not the ones that say, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, and do it this way exactly, or else like the ones that you like are probably more the ones that are like here, is what I need done, go do it, right? They lead by example. Um, that's what you have to do. You have to do your stuff first. And then you can move into the community areas of the home, things like dishes, toys, excess kitchen gadgets, excess towels, excess bedding and blankets and whatever else is in your home. That's not like his stuff specifically, but those community areas that as a mom and a wife and likely the one in your home who does the bulk of the work has to deal with go through and simplify and declutter those areas that affect you in your days and um that's number two is the common areas so first your stuff then the common areas um and the third thing that you can do is kind of get curious about why he's so resistant so when you have conversations about decluttering, like, hey, do you wanna declutter your closet this weekend? Heck, no, I don't wanna declutter my closet, right? And you're like, okay, but why? Like, what does this represent to you? Or if you go out into the garage and say, can we downsize the amount of stuff in here because it's crazy and we can't park our cars in the garage, like, what does this stuff represent to you? Ask him, like, what does it mean to you? How is it helping your life? Like, you have a garage full of tools that you haven't touched in a decade, why is this important to you? Why are you wanting to hold on to this? And just, and don't, I know I'm kind of sounding aggressive right now, I'm not mean to, but don't come at him in like an aggressive way. Be genuinely curious because one of two things is gonna happen. You are going to understand his perspective. So maybe something, you know, you ask him, why do you want all these tools in the garage that you don't ever use? And he'll say something like, well, growing up, my dad had a lot of tools in the garage and we did a lot of work together in the garage. It was a really good bonding experience for us. And you can be like, okay, wow. So he thinks that this is a bonding experience, even though he never uses it. And you don't have to push it, but at least then you understand where his head is at and maybe have a better idea of the types of things that he is having to process. Um, or he is going to be like, I don't know why I want all this stuff. Like, this is crap. <laughs> I don't know why I'm holding on to it. And then he'll be, that would be the ideal one, right? You ask him these questions and he's like, I don't know, this is crazy. And then he wants to let it go. Um, so 
get curious and ask those kinds of questions. What does this represent to you? What value does this bring your life? How is this making your life more of what you want? Um, and see what he says. Hey, Amy. Um, okay. Number four, if he's willing, watch something together. Okay, this is kind of like a, a tricky thing that doesn't always work. Like, I know this would not work with my husband. Um, just like if he tried to do it with me, it wouldn't work with me because <laughs> I don't care what people in documentaries say. Um, I don't care what people in books and, okay, just hear me out. Let me finish this. I would not watch a documentary on minimalism and be like, now I need to declutter my stuff. That wouldn't motivate me. Just who I am, that's not inspiring and that's not motivating to me. Um, just like I know it wouldn't be motivating to my husband. Um, a different example of this that is not related to decluttering, but with my last baby, I wanted, I wanted no interventions. I wanted a midwife who let me do things my way, where I wanted, when I wanted, how I wanted. And I didn't want anybody touching me. I was like, I'm gonna have this baby by myself and I just need somebody there to support me <laughs> if something goes wrong. That's what I wanted. And he wasn't on board with that. He was like, get a regular doctor, do this the normal way. And all my friends were like, have him watch The Business of Being Born. And I was like, I'm sure it's a great documentary, guys, but that's not going to convince him of anything. He doesn't care about a documentary that was made to make money and their opinions on things. Um, so I just know that that isn't something that would work for me, but it is something that would work for a lot of other people. If you want to be like, hey, read this book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, watch this series, Tidying Up, watch this series, Minimalism or whatever, and watch the experiences of these people and how it helped them and how it helped benefit them, and maybe it will help him get on board. Um, <laughs> I put that on the list. Um, not just because, like I said, guys, like I, it wouldn't work for me and it wouldn't work for my husband, but I know that it would and does work for a lot of people. Um, now the fifth thing is to not let him be your excuse. Okay. So a lot of times in here, people never get started decluttering because their husband or their spouse or their partner is not on board and they feel like they need permission to do any decluttering at all. Like I said, you have your whole entire stuff that is all yours to work on and community areas that you can work on and don't let him be an excuse. Don't let him be what holds you back from making progress. Okay, that's number five. Number six is to create physical boundaries within the house. So especially if you are the one who is doing the bulk of the work in the house, I think it is totally fair of you to say that if you don't want to declutter your stuff, your stuff needs to stay within these walls or, you know, behind this door or in this closet or in this garage or in this shed or in this space or whatever, create a very physical boundary of like, I'm not going to ask you to do this stuff, but I do want you to know that when your stuff is thrown all over the house, it makes my life really hard. And I am working very hard to do the opposite. I am working very hard to simplify and minimize the amount of things that we have to manage and clean and shuffle and push and 
move from place to place to place throughout the house. So I'm asking you very nicely <laughs> to designate a space for your stuff. Keep whatever you want, just keep it in that area. Okay. Um, Amy says that was a barrier for so long. It still gets in the way when he realizes I've heard something, but it's like, oh, okay now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so create those physical boundaries. Like I said, the girl that I was talking about has a blog um, on a lot of the same things. She did that with her husband. She was like, your stuff can stay in the garage. Like whatever it is that you wanna keep in the garage. And then I think they had like a walk-in closet or something of his stuff and like I said, like it was like two years. I listened to this podcast episode that she talked about on it, talked about it on, but it was like two years of her having the whole entire house decluttered and simplified. Other than his stuff, he was still like, I won't ever do it. Nope, nope, nope. This is stupid. Nope, I won't do it. I won't ever get rid of my stuff. They ended up moving houses and she had the entire house packed up and ready to go before he had his one closet done. And that was a light bulb moment for him of like, wow. You just packed up a house with four kids' stuff and your own stuff by yourself, and I'm still only packing my stuff. And it was a light bulb moment for him. So having those physical boundaries of being like, keep whatever you want, just keep it here and out of my way. <laughs> um, and obviously do a little bit more tact, a little bit more grace, okay? Not, not like that, but I know that you will figure out a way to deliver it with kindness. <laughs> um, Okay, number seven is be patient. This is an annoying one, but be patient. Okay, like I said at the beginning when we talked about like what's going on behind the scenes, it's likely that he is dealing with a lot of big issues and you've been there, okay? You've been through the same things. You've struggled through, what do I keep? Why do I keep it just in case I spent money on it? What if I need it? Um, all the things that come up what if my kids want it? It was a gift. Um, but no, just be patient. Okay. You're two steps ahead of him. Most likely maybe three or four steps ahead of him. That's okay. Be patient with him. Lead by example, continue to show him the benefits of all of this. Continue to show him that it's not just a phase for you. It's not just a fad. It's not just a Netflix series that you're excited about. It's the real deal that you want for your life. And um, be patient with him while he really digests all that and watches you and starts to take it more and more seriously. Um, now, the last thing that you can do, and then I have a list of three things to not do. Um, the last thing to do is as you're doing this, as you're having conversations about it, don't focus so much on like, well, I want you to do this because. Focus more on your vision and your why. Like, I want to declutter so that I have more time and energy to give our family. I want to simplify and declutter because I want to be able to spend more time with you. I want to simplify and declutter so that we can have weekends to play instead of weekends to play catch up. Um, my bicep, oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> I do have freakishly, and now that I don't, I've been like working out after. Um, like breastfeeding and stuff, like I'm getting back to normal. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but share your vision of why, like why you want to do this. 
you want more time with him and your family. You want more energy. You want more freedom. You want to be less grumpy. You want to be more fun, more playful, more happy. And he's going to be like, heck yeah, I want that too. Right. Instead of focusing on what you want him to do and what you want from him. Yes. I statements, um, make it like, this is what I am doing. This is what I am wanting. This is a vision that I have and share that with him so that he knows why, why you're doing this. He knows your heart. Basically he knows your heart. He knows why you're doing this, why you want to do this, why you're so committed to this. Um, and it will help him over time to realize it's not a phase. It's not a fad. It's not a, it's just something that you want to do. It's something that you really believe in for your family. Now that's it for the things to do. Just some real quick things not to do. And then I got to go get my kids. Oh crap. God, my computer is on Idaho time. And I was like, I have to go because I'm 45 minutes late getting the kids from school. But no, I still have time. was <laughs> almost really bad. Okay. Don't give him ultimatums or threats like declutter your declutter your closet or else I'm going to throw it all away or declutter your stuff or I'm going to hire somebody to throw it all away. Just don't give him ultimatums or threats, okay? When you get combative like that, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And like I mentioned earlier, like if somebody comes into your house and is like, you have to do this right now, you're going to be like, get out of my house and then you're not going to do it, right? <laughs> um, you got to approach it with respect. Um, don't shame him or degrade him. So that's number two. Don't shame him or degrade him as far as things like, God, you're such a slob. You're such a hoarder. You know, you're such a penny pincher. You're such a, you're such a monster for buying all this stuff and you make our life horrible and miserable and don't shame him or degrade him. That's number two, because you're not going to make any progress that way. You're just going to fuel the fire and he's going to be more and more like, well, fine, I'm going to hoard more stuff. <laughs> um, when you get combative like that. Um, and the last thing is don't touch his stuff. Okay. Just don't touch his stuff. Don't declutter his stuff. Um, because you know that if that happened to you, if somebody did that to you, you'd be mad. You'd be mad. If he threw your stuff away, you, you'd be mad. That's it. That's all I can say. You wouldn't like it. You would not like it. Okay, so that is it. Um, don't get cray cray about it. Yeah, and actually, Cassandra, that is a really good point too. It's like, yes, we get all gung ho and fired up and excited, and we want to do it all now. But it's important to to still, you know, not not get crazy about it. Just like you said, don't get crazy about it. Um, get excited. Make big progress. Do big things. Make big changes but don't be a Nazi about it. Am I allowed to say that on here? I don't know. Don't be a psycho about it. It's not fun that way. They don't take you seriously that way. Um, yeah, being excited about it is different than being like a, 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 <laughs> a psycho. Because um, Heather says, when I started getting excited about it and then he noticed that the house is getting better, my husband started getting on board. Exactly, be excited about it. Okay, share it with him. Be like, you know, and depending on how your relationship is, like, I can be like, wow, it only took me five minutes to hang out my clothes. 
It took you 30 minutes, ha <laughs> ha, right? Like who's doing it right? Me. Um, but, you know, <laughs> just know your relationship, know your boundaries. Um, let me go through and catch up on the comments real fast and then I'm gonna go. I shove Greg's stuff in his drawers when he complains, I just tell him maybe you should purge your stuff. There you go, that's exactly what I was trying to say, Cassandra. <laughs> Um, my husband keeps everything for sentiment. It's so hard to get rid of, so hard to get him to get rid of anything. Yeah. So Cassie, that goes back to, I don't know if you were here for the beginning, but it's likely that he is working through his own stuff, like his own bigger issues, likely coming from childhood. Okay. Maybe, you know, things like growing up in poverty, growing up and losing family members, um, things like that will make you hold on to things for these like really deeply rooted issues. And that's kind of what I was saying. You got to be patient with them too, because we all have our things that we're working through. It does take time. And a lot of times they're, they're pretty heavy. Um, okay. Leah says, my husband was like, why are you getting rid of the stuff that we need until we move? Then he thanked me and said, it's nice to not have all the extra stuff. Yes. We desperately needed groceries last night. I'm like, we're not poor. We're minimalist. Don't worry. I bought half of Costco today. I did the same thing yesterday, Jessica. Um, Heather says he even gifted a cup on his own because he said he knew we didn't have space for it. And he, he has enough already. I was shook. That's amazing. Yeah, see, it, and it just is a matter of you leading by example. I talk a lot about in here, like parenting is leadership. Marriage is leadership. <laughs> um, life is leadership just leading by example and um being a positive representation of what decluttering looks like and what it gives your family hey kristen i'm about to head out because i gotta go um i hear kaylee she just woke up and yes amy i gotta go too gotta go get the kids from school and i will see you guys tomorrow tomorrow we are talking about getting your kids on board so kind of Similar to today's conversation, but we're talking about kids. On Monday, we start the purge on the sequel, a free decluttering challenge that is three days long, all new, um, mostly all new. Actually, no, it's all new. It's all new content. It's all new decluttering projects. Um, I'm really excited about it. Really excited about it. I'm going to be giving away a free course and three 50% off courses. Super excited. I got to go, and I'll see you guys on tomorrow. Bye. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it. 
because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.